welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm Laura Smith here with Jeff Hollingshead, and this is the Christmas edition. Should be a fun one, Jeff. We've got a lot of good announcements and a lot of good merry cheer to share. A lot of good merry cheer to share. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Merry Christmas to everybody. (laughs) That's right. Jeff, you got all your Christmas shopping done? I do have all my Christmas shopping done. Is that play around? Is that yes or is that a no? That's a hundred percent yes. hundred percent. You're saying yes, but your head is saying no. No, I'm uh, (laughs) I'm done, and it was great. So I'm glad to be done with that. That's right. I'm almost there. Just a few more things. You know, I had a really great um, gift picked out for my in-laws, and I accidentally ran over it in my driveway because they dropped it off at the very end of my driveway. It could be your uh, vehicle directional inability. uh, I don't know. Your driving's terrible. You speed. N- no, could not just be you. Not it's in my not driveway. Other people's fault. It's also at night. So anyway, I have to reorder that Christmas present. It was actually the Bird Buddy. I've had a lot of Facebook ads for it, and uh, I'm curious to know how many of our SRM uh, podcast listeners also ordered the Bird Buddy because they do a great job at ads. Can you? Your family listens to the podcast. You're no, fine. not my in-laws. These oh, are my in-laws. Okay, yeah, they're yeah. missing out. They are not fans like uh, like my dad, but my mom still doesn't listen. So uh, we'll see if she listens to this one. Brenda, what is wrong with you, Brenda? <laughs> Get to listen to the best podcast That's in the world. Right. That's right. Well, um, we've been uh, pretty active and uh, around the around the country as far as our giving for Christmas. Everybody's just uh, been celebrating, and we've been able to be involved in a lot of uh, community efforts, um, as well as the one in particular is the Boys and Girls Club in middle tennessee we always do a a big toy drive for them and do kind of like an adopt a adopt a kid with their wish list so that was really cool to see i'll be sure to share that in the newsletter and i know there's a lot of of other places that are that are uh taking part as well yeah and i appreciate appreciate all those that participated in that you know that's that's what christmas is all about for Mm -hmm. sure is is being able to help folks and uh i was super proud to see all of those that participated out of the office and across the country help and and right. uh, do do the angel tree thing. So it, yeah. was, it was great. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Jeff, uh, in the spirit of Christmas, I have a really quick Christmas trivia <laughs> rapid fire edition. Are you ready? I want everyone to know too. Laura okay. does not ask me this stuff first. She just always catches me. Yeah, that's right. that's right. You ready for yeah, this? Yeah, let's shoot. Okay, go. here we go. Here we go. Which popular Christmas beverage is also called milk punch? Eggnog. Okay. What did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny... Play reindeer games. That's right. Okay. How many ghosts show up in a Christmas carol? Three. Wrong. Where was baby Jesus born? In a manger. In Bethlehem. (laughs) In Bethlehem. Okay. What are the two other most popular names for Santa Claus? Five, Chris Kringle, three, and big the big man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It was and Saint Nick. Crap. Uh-huh. <laughs> Elvis isn't going to have a white Christmas. He's going to have a blue. Blue Christmas. There you go. <laughs> I'm about in in Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Uh Paris. That's right. That's right. Uh in which modern day country was Saint Nicholas born in? Switzerland. Mm, this is like some theological trivia and you don't know it. Uh Switzerland. Turkey. Son of turkey, turkey, turkey. Last, last question. What words follow "Silent Night" in the song? What words follow? Holy night. So, yes, yeah, yes. Come on. You're good. You're good. Just making sure. All right. Well, you did decent. You just missed. You missed one. Yeah, that's so right. So that's that's okay. Saint Nick. I knew that. Saint Nick. I missed two. I missed the turkey one too. I missed. Oh one yeah, and that's a half. right. I missed one and a half. Turkey. Uh huh. I didn't. I didn't know it was turkey, but that's great. Well, Jeff, uh, you've been uh, out 
a couple of days this week. Tell us where you've been visiting. We had the pleasure to travel with our A-team, the people that we take on our acquisitions, to go uh, meet <laughs> uh, two, two new companies. We, we closed on ECI, which uh, we bought one of their plants in northern Ohio, and then we closed on Sidley, which was a number of concrete plants, a block plant, and, and a couple docks as well. So truly a pleasure to get to meet all of our new team members. Uh, we were well-received, so we're always appreciative of that and, and really uh, excited about our new footprint across northern Ohio. Mm-hmm. We've got a great uh, a great uh, area of operation there, and, and we've right. got the right, you know, some really great people to head it up, and I'm looking forward to growing there. And we've got a number of, uh, I say a number, we've got a couple more acquisitions that will close after the first of the year. So looking forward to announcing those um, here in the next couple of weeks. All right. I, I, you know, you guys had shared a couple of photos and I noticed it was snowing quite heavily where you were on your last trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we landed Monday uh, in, into wherever we landed, I don't even know where we were, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, what airport it was, but we, we the, it, it was crazy. I mean, wind blowing like crazy. The landing was a little scary. But we survived, and we went to have our team uh, member meeting with our new folks. And then by the time we got out, it had snowed like four inches, and it was blowing sideways. I seen, you know, twenty wrecks uh, in in a period of an hour. I think so. It, it was it was interesting. Oh my goodness! A lot of snow. Yes. Not like home. No, not I. I don't. It's freezing here. It's it, well, it's been cold, but you know, no snow. So yeah. I'm hoping for some snow at some point. We before. don't need snow. It's bad for concrete. We need sunshine and no rain. We love droughts. It's running ready mix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, any other news that that you want to share? You know, a couple things. Uh, in a serious note, we had a really, you know, we had a really bad accident yesterday okay. uh, with a mixer, and no one was hurt. Seriously, so uh, thank God for that. But it was a serious accident, and it's just it's just the good Lord that no one got seriously hurt. And so mm-hmm. I know Jim Morrison, uh, who heads up Safety for Us Countrywide, he sent out an email to all of our GMs to, to show the video to, to really just as a, as a tool for folks to pay attention. And what happened with this particular operator, he was, he was going too fast, and he was driving distracted. I don't know if he was on a cellular device or, uh, or or what, but he was most certainly distracted. And he looked up and 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 had a, a significant accident. So, and I just want to remind everybody: be safe, please, please do not drive distracted. Uh, don't be on cell phones while you're trying to drive a, a, a commercial vehicle. It's just a bad, uh, bad recipe for for it is a recipe for disaster. So help us mitigate that because. You know, most importantly, we don't want to get people hurt. I mean, that, that's that is the most important. We do not want to hurt other people nor yourself. And then, you know, on top of that, when people, don't, you know, it, it, even when people don't get hurt, it's it's incredibly costly to the company as well. So, you know, there's so many reasons not to or to, to try to be safe and make sure that you're taking care of yourself and paying attention to all everything that's going on around you. Driving a truck is a hard business and it's tough and and being an operator is is a tough job and you got to be on your on your game every day. So, and for the most part, our team does a phenomenal job and I, I thank you for that, but uh be, you know, don't take it for granted and pay attention. Okay. I would like to mm-hmm. say too, Laura, mm-hmm. uh is I'm happy to announce that Benoit Chatheri is going to be our new chief data officer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, promoted Benoit into that role as chief data officer. 
heads up uh, a lot of project development and also heads up the way that we, you say, well, what's someone that heads up data? Well, there's so much that goes into that job and so much support from the Jonelle, the Great Plains, the you name it. Uh, it all goes into there. And, and so Benoit and his team's going to do a phenomenal job. And I know Benoit, who's moving here uh, to Murfreesboro with him, with his family, uh, he's going to do a, a, just a phenomenal job like he always has. There's so many teams that depend on him already. Uh, so he's going to do great. And we also have another announcement about a GM in Huntsville. So Brandon Dyer is going to take over as our, as our Huntsville GM. So Brandon's been with our company for a long time at our Hickory Grove road location and, yeah. and has uh, learned the ropes and is ready to, to take the next step. So I'm excited to have him and that, that role in Huntsville and yeah. looking forward to what the, the future is going to bring. Awesome. That, a really important market. Yeah. Brandon will be missed, but I know he'll do a great job. He always heads up our uh, touch of trucks and helps us get those all lined up. So he will be missed, but congrats to Brandon. <laughs> yep, uh, okay. So Jeff, we have a few questions from the field uh, and these are submitted through our newsletter. Um, Let's see. Okay, so here we go. We've got one from Tennessee. And this question is from Greg. Are there any plans for SRM to get into the hardscapes manufacturing industry like Old Castle and Quick Creek has currently? Uh, no. I mean, we've got a different business strategy than, than maybe some of those uh, companies do. And I would tell you, I mean, we, I really focus or we focus on a, a three-legged stool, which is cement, aggregates, and ready mix. Um and those three things. I'm, I'm a big believer of, of focus growth uh, and letting understand what your core competencies need, need to be because you can't be great at everything. And so I want to be so just awesome at, at ready mix and so awesome in aggregates and so awesome at, at cement. And if we do those three things well, we'll be a, a very successful company. So, you know, not interested in hardscape business. And you say, well, what about, I always get this, you know, what about block or what about pumping or what about products? Those are those are great add-ons for our three, uh, you know, our, our three main things, which is, you know, cement, rock, and aggregates. Because block, you got to have cement, you got to have aggregates to manufacture that. It's it's a great, it's accretive to what we're trying to do and, and how they relate. So we're, we're focusing on growing our block business and we've done that in significant ways to better support our customers. Uh, same way with, with products and pumping. So, uh, yeah, but I appreciate that question. All right. And thank you, Jeff, for answering that. If you have any questions uh, that you would like answered on the podcast, you can submit those through the newsletter. Jeff, tell us a little bit about uh, what's on your mind today. Yeah, I recently read an article in Concrete Products Magazine, which I never read, but but I don't know what made me kind of get drawn to it. But it was basically he was referencing an old tale that was written by Hans Christian Andersen, a Danish author, you know, a long, long time ago. And it was it was talking about this idiom of the emperor has no clothes. And the story goes that this this super conceited and arrogant uh, emperor was these two swindlers come to town and he tells they tell the emperor that uh, they would make him a garment, uh, make him clothes. And that if you can't see the clothes, that means that you're unfit for your job and that you are stupid. And and so these the emperor's like, well, yeah, I want to know who in my kingdom is stupid and who's unfit. And so these guys, they get out the spinning wheel and they get out all these things to start making the clothes and they pretend to be making clothes, but in fact, they're making nothing. You know, they're just acting like they are. And they say, okay, king, emperor, uh, we've got your clothes ready. And so the emperor 
not wanting to, to act like uh, that he's an idiot and that he doesn't see the clothes. He pretends to put on the, the fake clothes. And all of his servants and all the people that support him, they didn't want to be called unfit or stupid. And they said, yeah, you know, they could see the clothes as well. So they were all lying to each other. And he goes on to parade himself throughout the town with no clothes. And and everybody in the entire town is saying, yeah, we, they, they all pretended to see the clothes until one one kid who was a toddler, which not understanding the implications of, of being called stupid, said, why is the king naked? <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing here. But why does the emperor has, why, do the, why does he have no clothes? And he, the, the child is the only one that called him out. Everyone else just pretended on. And after, even after he had heard the kid say that, he continued to parade himself out of that arrogancy and humility. And really the story is a powerful metaphor to, for collective denial and the dangers of groupthink. And, and you think about it, this happens in companies every day. You know, somebody has a stupid idea and, and then they want to implement it in the organization. And then people just go along with it. You know, they just go along to get along. And I really, really hate, I hate that. And we talk about it all the time is that the importance and the power of candor in an organization is what separates the good from the great. And, 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 and if you don't stand up and have a voice, and I'll give you, for instance, just today, I sent out an email last week about CODs. We're having a terrible time with, with fraud with CODs, people committing credit card fraud, and it's happening, you know, across the country, and we're trying to figure out ways to do it. And, you know, they, some of our back office folks wanted us to not not take credit cards for transactions over $25,000 and require an ACH. And on the surface, that sounded okay with me. And so I, I went ahead and did it and, and sent an email out to that effect. And then the last couple of days, I got a call from, you know, I got a call from Eric saying, you know, hey, I got this customer and what blah, 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 wants 25000 you know, and it's really impeded that customer's ability to do business with us. Then I get another call from this morning from Teddy. It's kind of a similar thing, and he had a couple complaints, and, and these guys are like, you know, hey, you know, maybe that's not a good idea. And after they, you know, brought that to my attention, I changed my mind. I sent another email out and said, hey, forget the $25,000. we are going to keep taking those credit cards. And we're going to figure out a better way to solve this problem. It's still a problem. We're still going to solve it. But I have appreciation for people that, that, that call me out and say, you know, hey, this isn't working. That is, that's just awesome. You know, I think it's awesome when people can speak freely, speak their mind, and tell me what it is. And, and hey, we may agree to disagree sometimes. We, I may say you're 100% right on or I'm 100% wrong. But what I don't want to be is an emperor with no clothes. You know, with so much arrogancy and, and, and lack of humility that you think everything that you say and think and do is right. You know, I'm currently, I've spoke about it before in a podcast about going back to get my MBA. That's been a very humbling experience, you know, studying again and, and dealing with uh, being in a group of people that, that are all smart and all capable and all have great and high ability. You know, that, that really opens your eyes to say, you know, look, this is... Just because you're in the position that you're in does not make you the smartest person in the world. I had another issue this week in, in one of our regions. I won't say what it is, and I won't embarrass anybody, but we had to let some people go because they had this this idea that they were the king. You know, they were going to be the, you know, the dictator of how everybody was going to behave and act and 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 run this business. And you know, that doesn't work for us. You know, just because you're in a position of authority or or 
or power doesn't make you any better of a person. We're all people. Uh, we all put our clothes on the same way, and we all, you know, we all get the same problems. We all deal with the same stuff. So we need to treat people like people, and we say that all the time, but it's so true. Not get hung up and and just going with the flow. Let's always look for ways to get better and and right. and stay stay humble. Especially in a leadership position, you should try even more to be to serve your people harder and be kinder and nicer and lead by example. That's right. I mean, a hundred percent. I mean. It, that's what's going to make us better uh, is is leading by example, not just by what we say, but by, by what we do. And it's hard. You know, I've had a rough few weeks. Uh, a lot of our folks have just because this these acquisitions that we close are so big in scale. Uh, and it takes a lot of time and effort to, to get them across the finish line. And people get stressed out. I've been stressed out. Uh, we all have. Uh, and, and working a ton of hours and just trying to get people in the right spots. But uh, I'm thankful, you know, I'm thankful for this team that we have. I'm thankful for their work, their work ethic and their ability to, to really do things that, that are, are impossible every day. And, you know, let's, let's work at a company where we tell it like it is out of love. Uh, and if we do that, then we're going to be a successful company. I'm not saying tell it like it is just to put people down, but tell people, you know, if you're the emperor with no clothes, we need to tell people you don't have any clothes, you know, your ideas half baked or, uh, I don't agree. I mean, again, I have another example. We just, you and I both just walked out of a meeting. We're working on Ceridian, mm-hmm. a new payroll processor for the entire company. And the last meeting that we had a month ago sucked and it wasn't good. It wasn't, everybody's working hard. I don't mean to discredit their work, but it just wasn't there yet. And so we had to hit the delay button and, and, you know, walk out of the meeting today, com- complete 180. I mean, it's, it looks great. I mean, I'm super excited about what this is going to look like for our team members. And it's a testament to everybody that's putting in so much work to get it there. And I'm, I'm thankful, though, that we, we're a company that, that doesn't just go along to get along. You know, no group thing. We're all kind of combative mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a constructive way. <laughs> that's right. Uh, let's, I, I like that. You know, I like to argue. I like to fight it out. So Really? Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. Shut up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's, it's good. It's, it's good. And you know, it's an awesome week. It's Christmas and um, mm-hmm. I hope everyone enjoys the holiday and enjoys their time uh, off with their family and ho- hopefully it's a good one. Yeah, that's right. Well, Jeff, before we announce our go-getter, uh, we had some news from the SRM material side. They wanted to give a big shout out to three teams that have been recognized by MSHA for achieving a zero loss time accident rate. Uh, so this is the uh, the quarries in uh, Cowan, Swanee, and Smyrna. So great job, guys! I know that's a lot of effort, and that's a lot of um, that's a big that's that's a big accomplishment for them. Absolutely. So yes. congratulations. Yeah, great job. We appreciate you. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So it is time to announce our go getter for the week, and that is Mr. Charles Ham. Charlie was hired as a mixer operator and caught on fast and kept one of the cleanest trucks in the fleet and then started hauling powder too and excelled at that as well. He is no stranger to hard work. Uh, Congrats to Charlie. We are so excited that you are the winner this week. Great job, man. We appreciate you. All right. Everyone have a wonderful Christmas. Thanks, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.